Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, we're back. We are back. How about that intro? <laughs> we have a professional um, voiceover person doing our intros now. Who, who is that? Yes, yes, my beautiful wife. We are now on episode six of Live Let Thrive. Episode six. Yeah, yeah, we had a good episode, Latin good show last week. Uh, interviewed my wife. She gave us some good details about her job with the Airbnb experience. And uh, this week, it's me and Steve again. And uh, there's a few things we actually need to talk about this week. Steve's having the rental blues with the tenants. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finessed. Ongoing thing. Yeah, he's being finessed by the guests. I'm being okay on three, one, two, three. Finessed, finessed by, by the, the guests. <laughs> yeah, we should start a band, huh? <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So, um, my little doggy just hopped on my lap. What's going on, girl? So, anyways, um, we're um, yeah, episode six. We're yeah. already here, man. We're almost um, we're almost at double digits, right? Yeah, yeah, halfway. <laughs> Halfway last week. We're having a blast doing it. We love talking about everything Airbnb, everything um, short-term rental, share economy, all that good stuff. And um, I hope you all like listening to it because that's why we do it, you know? It's not for the money. We don't get money for this. Do it for the listeners. We lose money. I could be working overtime right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, how you been since last week? Good, man. Good. That's Micah. Yeah, Micah. I've been good, man. Working doing the same old airbnb thing uh not too many bad guests this time so well that's good yeah you're not ready to uh just like turn over your desk and say i'm out of here i quit airbnb yo almost there nah not nah, <laughs> in a while man i'm ready for that moment though i am oh, financial be, freedom man be awesome yeah might stick around for the benefits a little bit but <laughs> <laughs> yeah for my job those. anyways I, flight yeah. benefits and the Medical, medical, stupid, expensive nowadays. Man, yeah. And um, so, well, back to the happy stuff, you know. We don't talk about all that crap. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Airbnb. Um, And you, yeah, you brought up the, um, (laughs) my long-term rental blues. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's becoming a headache, dude. Yeah, because last week you said you told her you have to pay on time, right? Tell us what happened. For this coming up month. Yeah. Yeah. This month we're still we're you know we're still in the month of she's a little bit behind. I've got half the rent so far and half the month is is gone and so um two more weeks and uh, it's rough dude it's rough. She <laughs> this is what, start that I, eviction process. <laughs> if next well, I, I did give her this month to to pull things together you know because the sob story about her truck and I see I shouldn't should have never started you know just forgiving little things like that because i I mean you know we know i know and you you can't do that you got to train your guests from the beginning you want to pay rent you have a place to live you don't want to pay rent you got to go you know somewhere else it's it's not a charity right it's a it's a business business business. and so (laughs) she this is something in my long-term renters out there have probably heard stories like this um she gave me um she had to go out of town an emergency you know how are you gonna go out of town if you're broke whatever she went to yeah. houston for some reason and uh, her friend it wasn't even her emergency her friend was having an emergency yeah so she had to go to houston and um i was like well what about the check for this friday you know because she was paying me part of it and uh-huh. um well 
I'll just, um, how about I just sign my check over to you? And I'm like, I don't even know how that works. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never dealt with checks, you know, since, yeah. pretty since my coming of age of the, the whole finance stuff. Yeah. It's been, um, it's been all, you know, computer. It's been done at most everything on the computer, online banking, whatever, yeah. since I've, you know, started my own, whatever financial journey i did checks when i was back in high school maybe and yeah, i and i remember it's been a while and maybe when i was in apartments <clears throat> they they were still accepting checks back then and they probably still are but i don't know but anyways i kind of remembered something about how my mom would do something similar at uh at win dixie sign over her check and get groceries i don't know third party check i look I had to look it up on google what yeah. the hell is a third party check anyways it turns out my credit union didn't she i mean she left the check at the at my at the house in Arlington, and I went and got and I got the check, and I was like, well, I guess I'll go put it in my bank. My credit union doesn't take third party checks. Yeah, <laughs> just period. There are banks that do, but I'm not part of those banks. And I just told her, listen, this is um, I don't I I can't do nothing with this thing. Yeah, and she said, well, I'll be back Sunday. Blah blah blah. I went by there Sunday. I had to. Tr- <laughs> she didn't answer my calls, but I went by there, mm-hmm. and she was already on her way out the door. Oh oh well, yeah, I was gonna call you. Blah, what whatever and so wow. I, I followed her she said well just follow me to the bank right up here to uh, the Kroger's and we went to the Kroger's and she went in there cashed it and gave me my money but I was just like I'm all oh, this freaking headache you know why, why am I going all the way here tracking people down for their money I Care feel like for um, the gas money too <laughs> for real I know, man. like hey I drove from uh, Hearst I that know. gas money I, like um, Joe Pesci and the super remember that movie <laughs> <laughs> running after people tackling them and stuff <laughs> turning into that and yeah. i don't want it to be that but yeah See, <sighs> and then you kind of feel bad because like she has kids right yeah but they're all grown-up kids oh they're all grown up but i mean i mean you which do. is they should be and they have jobs they, yeah. they could afford they could be exactly. pulling their weight you know i don't know what does she work she works and okay. she claims that she just got a second job again or some other thing and finances are going to be better there is a there's a big caveat to this story what is it <laughs> you're gonna trip out man well, her her um her husband is in jail, and that's one of the main reasons uh-huh. they've been struggling for some some drug thing or whatever. She, and um, whoa, they're running at it in your pad? <laughs> no, 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 they're not. They, they he was he's been gone since he's been out of the picture since they moved in. He hadn't been he's been in jail since they moved into my house. Wow! But she had told me the other day he's probably gonna get out in a couple months. <laughs> Dang, and now man. I'm like. I, I don't want that. I don't want that in my house. I, to I gotta it. just man up and 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 handle, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to get the rest. It's it's at a pivotal time right now because I'm trying to buy the condo in in South Padre. So I it, I don't know. It's at a crucial time, and I, and I still want to get those the, the last couple paychecks before you know whatever. Yeah. But on the same thing, I want to give her notice, and I don't want—I just don't want that in, in my house, dude. Yeah. And um, I think it's—I think it's Airbnb time, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I would—I definitely let her know it's time to roll on out. Uh, is that in your um, contract? In your uh, yeah, I have lease? To give her thirty days notice to to leave if she, you know, if I. Yeah, thirty days notice 30 to days. leave, especially if she's slipping on the rent. You know, that's that's when you have yeah. to do the evict or whatever. Yeah. I've never done this before. I've never done anything. You've never done it? Uh-uh. Yeah. I, I mean, when I run out my, because I, I currently have a 30 plus day tenant, I have to evict them. Not literally tell them to get out, but I have to give them a 30 day notice, which is pretty, essentially eviction notice. Right. Um, You know, and that, that that's tough, man. I ain't going to lie. 
we had one of our guests in right now starts telling you their financial issues. That's the first sign you don't want them as a tenant. No. Yeah, if they're already coming to you with their sob stories, oh, I don't have this coming, or I have this check coming. And, you know, that's why I like corporate rentals as well. If you're going to do long term, go the corporate route to guaranteed money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not sitting there looking over your shoulder. I don't want to hear your sob stories because I'm kind of going through that now. But even at that, I've already served her 30 day notice. It's an Airbnb. But. One good thing about Airbnb is you can refer people to other Airbnb hosts. And last week, my wife was telling you she helped her friend set up her Airbnb. And we suggested, hey, since your room is going to be taken in 20 days, if you don't want to book those 20 those 20 days, you want to have somewhere reliable to stay, you can go to this Airbnb pad, crash there. They want to try it with your long-term tenant. But like, I got some places for you, suggestions. Oh, really? Yeah. Not mine, but oh. yeah. <laughs> I was in, uh, hell no, not mine. <laughs> not mine, but uh, I mean, well, no, 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 no. Actually, yeah, if she if she has the money up front to pay, I don't care. Yeah, the thing is, she has like like three grown up kids, and she needs a like a bigger spot. Ooh. Or if you know, but, well, that's the thing. If she don't have the money to pay me, how's she gonna pay for that spot? You know, straight what I'm up. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing about Airbnb. You pay me right up front. Give me my yeah. duck. I don't even know if they have a checking account to do transactions on oh, Airbnb. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and that's another thing. One thing I tell people straight up, like even my long-term tenants that are my corporate rentals, I tell them, hey, straight up, I do everything online. I don't take checks, none of that. It's really a matter of learning ground rules. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm learning all this now. And yeah, this exactly. is a good experience for me. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a... Be, turns out to be a great experience because I get mm-hmm. to start before football season, get my place fixed up, boom, 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 get it yeah. furnished, and let's Airbnb this mug, you know. Yeah. That so that's that might be a a blessing in disguise, you know. Yeah. That's as they say in all those real estate podcasts. But um, yeah. So what else did you want to talk about today besides my miserable? <laughs> I mean, oh, man, was, experience. You know, that was a a real interesting story. You know, with your. One thing I heard, I want to put this by put this by you because you kind of have and you have uh, this this going on in your house and you we had touched on it lightly on one of the podcasts. I heard someone talking about um, on a different podcast about um, place they stayed in Italy. Okay, and he and he said it real poetically how how they had this beautiful door out front and it and it, and it slid you know slid out like I guess like a sliding garage type door uh-huh. and he went in the house and automatically it was cool you know very inviting good yeah. vibes and they had they had fresh waters waiting for him they had even had mm-hmm. some snacks some fresh fruit <laughs> i mean it, these people went above and beyond you know yeah it probably wasn't a cheap place but but like um and he and his point was i mean he said he enjoyed the the heck out of his stay you know and enjoyed his it, it just set a tone to have a, a, a beautiful and enjoyable week at his uh-huh. Airbnb. And uh, so I was I was I going to ask you about the importance of an entrance. I guess that's the very first thing they're going to see yeah. coming in their place, the the entrance and everything. I mean, the, well, the first thing you're going to see when you walk in our place is going to be, you actually see our little fruit table with the fruit, the muffins, right when you walk into our house. And then you, of course, after you put in your code, you open the door and you see that. Um, we try to be there, which is not guaranteed. Like, we will let a guest know if we're not going to be there, and we tell them where the room is. But if we are there, like, we get up and greet them. 
our last guest, we got up, greet her. Hey, here's this. You have waters and your uh, cold waters in your fridge upstairs. Here's your snacks. You know, a good entrance is, it's like, what does it call it? The first impression. Right. right yeah, right. first impression, man. That's very important, man. Very and important. Ju- and just hearing that, I was like, wow, well, I, I got to think about that when I do mm-hmm. get my Airbnb. You know, I have a, a mm-hmm. nice, well, nice door, clean patio. You know, like you said, some drinks, some snacks, something like that. I was thinking, like, I remember you kept talking about automation. If you could, like, like I, I wanted to set up my door chime when they walk into the house to say, like, hello, welcome, whatever your name is, to Ooh. that guest <laughs> after they put in their code. Because their code's different, right? Yeah. So my door alarm knows, hey, they put in this code, this is this person. And it says, hey, welcome to your Airbnb, Samantha. That's that's cool. That's above yeah. and beyond right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was thinking of all types of stuff to kind of automate it, to kind of move me and my wife out the picture without a, you know, property management company. Right, right, yeah, right. you know. Or even uh, I mean, if you, it's a little simpler, a little more low tech, maybe have like a, like a nice looking chalkboard out front and say welcome yeah. whoever yeah. You know, we, we so. already have that oh oh yeah yeah perfect like perfect. right when you walk in you have the board hey welcome to your airbnb where this is where your room is and we actually do that for if we're not there for that purpose right 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 yeah and, an, and another point they um they brought up well i i told you before about the the commercials that i'm starting to see in about airbnb you've seen some of them yeah i've seen one Okay, and and they're and they're pretty cool, you know. They're showing they show the Eiffel Tower, they show whatever they show. Yeah. Um. And um, and their catch, I think their catchphrase or whatever is "live local," or is it "live local"? Live local. Is that live? Oh, live like a local or something. Oh wait a yeah. minute, is it travel? I don't know. What does it say? Yeah, live like a local. So, in yeah. other words, you're you're going to a spot and you're in someone's house and you're and you're enjoying the the neighborhood and uh, yeah. whatever. Like a, like a local. Like, uh, you're not just a tourist out there going all the tourist traps and all that stuff. And that's one thing I actually like about Airbnb because when I go to a city, I kind of like the tourist spots. But at the same time, I'm like, what do these people do on an everyday basis? Like, where's the residential area? Like, that was one thing when I first moved to Arlington. When I first started coming down here to Arlington from Arkansas, I was like, okay, where do, where's the residential area at? Because I kept going to North Arlington, all the hustle and bustle. Okay, where do people lay their heads at? Where's the houses, you know? And all the houses yeah. in North Arlington are just more expensive as hell, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. $500,000 houses up there by nice. the stadium, you know? So I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I, I actually like that. And see, and I think that's where Airbnb is different from your VRBOs. They're not saying, hey, we're vacation rental. Come live like a local. Come check out the city for what it really is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Sure. And that's and that's how I, and, and how I love to travel. I I love to go spots and um, yeah, we'll do um like I told you in Barcelona. Yeah. We stay in this in small town. It's mm-hmm. not in Bar- Barcelona. It's right at, you know, my 20 minutes drive. Yeah. And it's called uh, Villanova de Giltru. And it's a little beach community plus they have the little the stru- the infrastructure of a of a city. It's like a miniature Barcelona. It's really, really beautiful. A little coffee shops, little it's real Europe. Yeah. Real Europe. It's not this it's not the touristy, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And um and so but like on the same and we love it there. We could just stay there the whole time. But on the same time we, we say, Well, we're gonna go to the city at least once while we're mm-hmm. here and and look at the you know the the beautiful artwork and all the museums. You know we'll do the touristy yeah. stuff for one day. Yeah, kind of get that out of our system. But this is where we like to be. Yeah, and in Mexico the same thing. 
I mean, we'll we'll um, we'll go to the city, the 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 center of the city, and hang out there for a little bit. But we like being the in the real towns where the yeah. real people are, where every you know the day in day, the, yeah. you know day in day out stuff. And I just I just always love traveling like that. Yeah. I just I just don't feel like a need like to do tours and go to and you know let's do the walking tour let's do this kind of tour let's do this yeah. just a bunch of uh <laughs> what's it called the the yeah. sheeple you know yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, being yeah, bust yeah. around doing the the touristy stuff and then paying for the overpriced touristy crappy food and drinks you know yeah. and i just like to go where they're real like it, i was i was picturing paris and i saw a cool airbnb mm-hmm. and i'll try to find it and post it on our um, on our website but there's one in paris where this lady rents out a little um a camper like a camper uh-huh. trailer whatever out here on her property and yeah. it's just overlooking these hills and and the when the was the wine the grapes oh. and the mountains and it's just it's it's away it's a few hours away from paris yeah but it's in france and um and it's but it's just beautiful and it's just a little bitty town i'm sure i'm sure like the local winemaker makes some uh-huh. awesome wine i'm sure the local you know everybody has yeah. their own job you know they make the baguettes they make the this and that and you're experiencing like the real french culture yeah not the and you know the fresh cheeses the 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 fresh vegetable oh you know the, yeah, to yeah, make yeah. a meal and you're not just going to they're putting on a show for you they're not putting on a show for you this is what they do this is what yeah, this is how exactly. they live exactly and, and you sit down and you and you meet people and you break bread with them and and it's not like and and i hear paris and they say oh paris is so expensive you know ten dollars for a little bitty cup of coffee or whatever mm-hmm. and twenty dollars for a, a burger you know for example and um who'd eat a burger i don't know who'd eat a burger there but you know i'm just thinking well you're in the most the the tourist number one area. tourist spot in the world of course they're gonna yeah. gouge you you yeah. know that's how they make that's how paris makes its living it <laughs> makes its living but you go outside there to the real the real spots you know real civilization the real towns you know yeah. you're, you're not gonna get gouged plus you're gonna enjoy yourself that much more and that's how I love to travel. Hey, that that Airbnb place you're talking about, how many reviews does it have? Oh, hundreds what? and hundreds and it's just like off the charts. It's off the charts like super host whatever. And it's yes. just a simple little camper. Mm-hmm. Little bitty camper. Yeah, see, I've started noticing like a little lot of like kind of out of the city Airbnbs like in Atlanta. You know that number one requested treehouse in Atlanta. That's like the number one Airbnb spot. It's like on the outskirts of Atlanta. Okay, and it's like a okay. treehouse. It's it's pretty tight treehouse. Like it has a full <laughs> blown bed in it. You climb up this tree. There's a bed. This big long bridge you walk across. Wow. I think to like get to like the living room or the uh, the uh, or the kitchen. Uh-huh. It's, it's it's pretty put tight. You know, today I actually seen somebody put a, a tiny home on there. They listed it for 175 bucks a night. A night no, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> zero ratings on it. Oh, just like, saw on on Facebook a tiny tiny home conventions coming to Arlington. Like, really? In in the next week or two or something? Yeah, I'll let you know. Out. Probably the convention center, but it showed a picture of a tiny home. Uh-huh. That's a good mix. Tiny home plus yeah. Airbnb. You know. Uh, I wonder how much they would rent for because like the guy he had no reviews. On, uh, matter of fact, we're gonna look that up. We're gonna okay. look that up. Like, look it up. What can tiny homes do with Airbnb? But that's the the but, hip new thing now. Man. I know. Yeah. Is it going to take off? I'm pretty sure it will. Right. And I'm that's one sure. of the reasons I wanted to buy a house, a house as opposed to a condo in Arlington. Mm-hmm. You know, fix it up, Airbnb it out. Plus, we'd have a, a big, most of the houses in Arlington, closer to the stadiums, they have decent sized yards. Mm-hmm. You could put two, three, four tiny houses or campers or something out yeah. back. 
you know, make it a cool, make a centerpiece be like a like a fire pit or something where people can oh. congregate and stuff. And boom, boom, boom. You know what I'd actually do if I was to get into the tiny house market? I put a tiny house in my backyard and rent out my whole house and live in the tiny house. Yeah, well, uh, or whenever I have guests. Yeah, shit, shoot, because because yeah. the the lady I was listening to in Oregon, she goes, I just live in my. I have a house in my backyard. She goes, people say, why don't you rent out the house? She says, it's less profitable. It's more profitable for I go live in the house and I rent out the big house. And she's like, if uh, I'm, they know I'm in the backyard. They're not going to destroy anything. I'm like, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Get a tiny house, build it in your backyard for yourself. Right, and right. And let the guests stay in the big house. And I heard of other other hosts that um, <clears throat> they'll put their, their houses on their house that they live in all the whole house to rent all year round but uh-huh. at a higher rate like a high price and yeah. so if someone does rent it they'll go they'll plan their trips that way yeah they'll, they'll go on their vacations uh-huh. while people are, are renting their house at this high rate you know so they're it's kind of like okay force us out of here and we'll just go on vacation <laughs> man that's, <laughs> that's a good a, way to do it man put equity in your house too but even 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 jasper you know from um from um feel me here What's his podcast? Get paid for your pay. There you go. (laughs) He had a he had a place in um, Amsterdam, and that's another top tourist spot in the whole world. And so he was pretty much at what ninety percent capacity or ninety nine percent. He was always, and he said that he people would come in sometimes, and he just you know he he wouldn't even be there. He'd go rent out rent a hotel or rent something. (laughs) Yeah, I mean at this point he's to the point now where he's probably always booked. People know who he is. His yeah. podcast is out there. You know what yeah, I mean? But you know, he, he doesn't have that Amsterdam one anymore, right? What? What he happened to it? Yeah. Well, he had, well, Amsterdam changed their laws where you can only rent out like um, some stupid like 60 days out of the year. You can only rent out. Oh, it, I mean, they God. just, yeah. And Airbnb, they had that law in place, but Airbnb hadn't been, you know, hadn't done anything to their system to prevent that. Yeah. But then I guess Airbnb's finally bowed down to it and, and they, they made it where you can only rent out that certain amount of, of okay. days a year. And he said he's not, he couldn't make money doing that. Or wow. and there's a, unless you lived in it and rented out a room that was okay. acceptable. But if you just had a spot that you're not going to be at and you want to rent the whole thing, you, you can only do it 60 times a year See, or something like that. that. That's how, that's how Denver is. Uh, pretty much the same thing. You pretty much have to live in the unit to rent it out. So I don't know how that's going to work. Like, I don't know how you can have that much control over, Who's renting your house without an HOA on it? You know what I mean. You know, government always wants to butt in, yeah. <clears throat> but <laughs> but <laughs> don't get me started on all that. But um, and yeah, let's not go into the politics of all this stuff that's going oh, yeah. on because it's it's just it just I don't know. It it angers me a bit. You yeah. know, this is my house. I'm gonna do what the heck I want to my house. I'm yeah. not hurting nobody. I'm improving the neighborhood, you know, just stay out of my business, you know. Yeah. Isn't that what it's America is founded on, right? Yeah. You know, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Kind of thing. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. <laughs> exactly. We're, I mean, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, you're talking we're, about uh, Jasper's we're, house. We're, yeah, we're talking about Amsterdam. Amsterdam and, and I've been to Amsterdam. I don't remember much from my trip, but I was... <laughs> Yeah. We had a good time. Oh yeah. We, me, I went with a couple of buddies from work, you know, mm-hmm. and we said, hey, "Let's go to." Ant-. We did a little European tour. We yeah. we went to um to London first mm-hmm. for two days, 
and because my buddy Fick, um, Ethiopian dude, real cool, real laid back. What's up, Fick? If he's listening, yeah. <laughs> he, um, his sister still lives there in London. She had a place, so we stayed there the first two nights, you know. Uh-huh. And so um, after that, we went to um, we we flew British Airways to Amsterdam. We didn't go under the tunnel. Okay. The things in in Europe, it's weird. The trains, and they got tons of trains and tons of you know buses and stuff like that. But the the trains are kind of high. I yeah. mean, we could have we could have went under the tunnel, took a whatever. But um, uh, you know the the tunnel that goes under the under the water. Under the water. What's it called? The I've uh, never even been there. See, I've never yeah, been. It, it connects me. England to to the rest of Europe. It goes under the water. Gosh, I feel dumb. Not even. Not even. Question: <laughs> Can you see the water while you're? No, you're underneath. You're under. Here you go all the way under the ocean, and then it pops out the other side. Where Europe, you know, where. So, so you, like, can you see the windows out the ocean, or no? I don't think so. It's just like a carved out tunnel underground. You just go underground and. Dang. Man, what legit. is it called? I'm so. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's legit. But it costs like three hundred dollars to go under it or something uh-huh. like that, you know. And we're like, well, and we working for the for American, we we get discounts on other airlines. So we just bought some tickets on British Airways, yeah. And um and for eighty bucks, hopped over to to Europe and went to to Amsterdam. Uh-huh. And so we um we did two days in Amsterdam and. <laughs> And you know you're there, you're traveling. Yeah. You want to sample the the local fare, if, yeah, if yeah. You, as you will. <laughs> so, Don't forget, I'm from the, Oregon and the, Washington. Oh, okay. it all goes so down. This man. is this is years back, anyways. <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. And so we went to the coffee shops, and yeah. the the cool thing that. The, <laughs> They don't serve the cool coffee. Thing about, yeah, they don't serve coffee. Where the heck is the coffee? And what's that funny smell? And <laughs> if you can imagine, um, you know, you come to, you go to a bar here, uh-huh. right, in the States, anywhere. And you go to a bar in, in Europe, Mexico, and you walk in. It's lively. People are, you know, music's mm-hmm. going. The people are talking loud. And people are, you know, whatever, throwing darts and just, just having a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. You walk into a, a coffee shop, you know, they call them coffee shops where they yeah. um, legally sell uh, marijuana. And um, <laughs> <laughs> you walk in there and it's just, it's, I mean, you hear some um, calm, you know, groovy, maybe some reggae music. Ding, mm-hmm. ding, ding, and, and, and everybody's just chill. Mm-hmm. And it's like hardly talking, a little bit of conversation and some guy laying his head on the, de- on the table. <laughs> some guy staring at the wall. It's like, like, total opposite of what a bar is you yeah know? and so um so we sampled a few of those places and um <laughs> i'm not saying i i did yeah but if i did i would have i think the the me from a few years ago would have loved the um the purple grape um stuff that they had there <laughs> <laughs> i hear but i hear when you cough it yeah <laughs> it tastes like grapes so oh, wow yeah or was it blueberry i don't remember like i said i don't remember too much <laughs> We were there two and a half days. Granddaddy Kush. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was a trip. But we had a good time. And it's a beautiful city. You know, even yeah. if you don't do that, there's beautiful canals, like, you know, like uh-huh. Venice, you know, gondolas and boats yeah. going through the canals. And this is, a, and this is a, like my takeaway from Amsterdam. I'm going off on an Amsterdam tangent. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. Beautiful city. I would love to go back, even if I didn't do, you know, those things. And... um <laughs> Most delicious beer I ever had in my life was the Heineken that they have there in Amsterdam, yeah. and um, and so um, I I just noticed you know that if you go to a coffee shop like that happened to be on a canal, uh-huh. you get your product and you go sit out on the on the patio overlooking the canal you know, and you just 
you know, roll your stuff, you know, light up, hang out with your friends, chit chat, laugh a little. And the people in the boats going by, they're all doing it too. And they're just like, wait, what's up? You know, just waving. (laughs) Everybody's like friendly and happy. And I'm like, Uh and I I just think back to here, you know, if we lit up in the middle of the street, we get a cop's knee in our back and, you know, bust up our face and throw us in jail, ruin our lives. And I'm like, that's when I I just had like an aha moment. This is, and and I felt weird doing it. And I was Uh like, this is what real freedom feels like. Yeah, We're not getting, I didn't see any cops when I was there. Yeah. And they trust, I, I would say, they trust the humans to be humane. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Everybody was cool. People were just, you know, hanging out, smoking out, or drinking a beer outside. And everybody yeah. was cool. There was no, none of these cops beating the hell out of us and throwing us in prisons yeah, and stuff yeah. for something that's not even hurting nobody. Yeah. And that's I just, that's my little aha uh-huh, Amsterdam moment. Oh, he's moving <laughs> to Amsterdam, man. <laughs> tell, tell us a story while, while I walk to the, to the fridge and grab me a... And an adult bevy right quick. Yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, um, that actually brings me to the point of Bud B&B that we actually talked about the other day. Um, place where you can, it's kind of like, it's pretty much Airbnb, but it's for marijuana, 420 smokers. And I actually wonder, are those starting to become popular, I guess, in like what areas, California, Washington, and probably Oregon? Or Colorado as well. But, yeah, I'm actually wondering how those are going to pan out. Uh, I think – I forgot some person was suggesting doing it in Texas, which I was like, hell no, uh, probably being watched. So, yeah, I, I, that was pretty cool. Like, it's a bunch of B&Bs starting to come out. Like yeah. the, uh, uh It was one called the Inclusive, which is for the minorities, I believe. And then one was the – yeah, the Mr. B&B for the – uh, homosexual community, right, right. Then, like, yeah, it's a bunch of stuff. I think they're called to come the gay out. community, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah gay. My bad. Gay <laughs> I don't. I hope I don't offend anyone. But yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think they're but people yeah. get offended. I don't know. Well, yeah, you're. Well, I don't know. This Nowadays, America. everybody gets offended. Yeah, right? It's America. I don't, I don't call them the right name. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there's it's all types of things are starting to open up for it. Like Bud B and B. I wonder if Airbnb is going to buy these companies. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe we'll get actual freedom and we don't have to start labeling everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's a, no, that's another, no, that's true, <laughs> another man. podcast. You know? Why should, why should we have to do all that stuff? But you know, we well, can. don't worry. Once America finds a way to tax it, it'll be legal uh, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I hope so. But, but we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to read one of these topics that we have like okay. a thousand topic on uh, topics on here, right? Or did you see one that you wanted we, to talk? We about? always have topics, man. All the stuff <laughs> that's uh, going on. Go ahead. What do you got? Um. Oh, we already the last podcast we we, we talked about our meetup. We do have a meetup, and it'd be yeah. cool if people can make it to our meetups. Um, oh. Airbnb meetup, not a yeah. other thing meetup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Airbnb meetup. <laughs> Um, and, and you were, um, did we go over mobile homes last time too? You were talking about looking for some mobile no, homes. No, no, but I did talk about it at the meetup, uh, getting into some mobile homes and possibly doing an Airbnb on them. thing about it was I, I actually asked, asked a group of people about it and they were saying they don't really know if you'd be able to do it. And if you were able to do it, it'd most likely be from like a small park manager instead of a big park manager. So they're usually going to say no if it's a big park 
because they're looking for that long-term tenant. But the guy I asked, he's a he's real big in the mobile homes, and he was like, uh, you should just ask a park manager, which once I've really been holding off on a lot until my wife, because my wife's doing her real estate thing. Once she has her real estate license, we will be looking more into what our opportunities are out there because we will have that access to the MLS. So, you know, plus nice. mobile homes are, what, 30 grand? They're cheap. Yeah, they're cheaper. Exactly. Um, you do have to kind of rent the, the space. space below it, right? Yeah. And one girl made a really good point on uh, Bigger Pockets. She made a great, great point. She said, only thing about having a mobile home, if you don't own the park, they can just raise the rent on you whenever. Yeah. So that was one thing I was like, ooh, that could be a problem. But yeah. how much are the rents in a mobile home park, really? Yeah, you know, I think that. Um well, I think I was looking to do that just to but to rent at long term or uh-huh. or even to do um to do a crash pad for airline employees cuz a lot okay. of airline employees come through here and they do you know they commute they're commuters but yeah. they lay their head down here a lot in DFW it's a major hub and so a lot of them look for they call crash pads where they can spend 150 or 200 bucks for a bed you know really? it could be oh, not your eyes are lighting up <laughs> That much for a bed? I got a crash pad. Uh, I was, no, no, I'm saying, and and these there's there's guys that that are actually worked out on um, over where I'm at or on the ramp, you know, just grunts like me, and they've yeah. and they've bought houses and they just turned them into total crash pads where they'll put, you know, two sets of bunk beds in each room, mm-hmm. and then have like a four bedroom or whatever, and have like a a nice living room with a big screen and 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 like pilots oh. and flight attendants and people that you know that are in and out but have to do a lot of overnighters here. Or either they're stationed here and they live somewhere else and they commute back and forth. They don't want to pay for a whole apartment, like a thousand bucks a month. They just want to pay for something, you know, cheap, two hundred. Well, back then it was like one fifty when I was yeah. when I was talking about them. But now they're you know two to three hundred a month just for just for a bed and your little bitty closet or little bitty space for your stuff. You know, what area are these people buying houses? Close to the airport, anywhere the airport. in the vicinity, maybe fifteen minutes from the airport. DFW airport. I think I'm too at, far then. At most, yeah. I mean, you never know. You might not be too, too far. But, so I think um, I'm 30, 25, 30 minutes. I'd have to like really Google map it. But I think I'm like 25, 30 minutes. So I might be too far. Okay, that might be a little too far because people want to they yeah. deadhead in. They want to get to sleep. They don't want to go do a long, you know, a long Do they usually Uber or they got their own cars? <clears throat> See, because with the growth of Uber, you know, people don't mind. Hey, I'll just grab an Uber. Well, now, yeah, that. that makes yeah. it even easier. Yeah, with the Share Uber. economy, Cause, man. Because the taxis were, I remember taxis were expensive back before Uber. Still going, leaving the airport, it was, a, it was a, I think, 20 or $25 fee. No matter if you're just going one mile away from the airport, the exit right. fee was like 20 or 25 bucks. In taxi, actually, one good thing I've seen that the taxi industry is doing, they're kind of like bombarding markets. Like if you look at, like if you ever go to Vegas and go outside the airport, they make it hell to catch an Uber. They just line up all these taxis and they give you a taxi and a, a cop points you in direction to go to a taxi. Oh, so you're gonna wow. you're gonna drop like forty five getting to wherever you got to go, getting right off the uh, air, right off your airplane. You know what I mean? Jeez. Like, but after that, once you're out of that space, you can go grab an Uber. You know. The only thing cool about about Vegas, well, I mean, there's a lot of things cool about Vegas, yeah. but like about leaving the airport was a taxi back in the day when I went a few times. The taxi was like what, like 30, 30, 35 bucks. You get a limo for the same price. It was uh, you yeah. could get a limo into to your hotel for the uh, same exact price. Back are you sure? Then, back in the day, yeah, it was yeah. about it was about the same price. 
I mean, you just just straight to your to your okay. hotel. It's yeah, not like they're gonna take you around town or nothing. You get a limo in Vegas now, you know what they got <laughs> attached to that, man. You know, you know the slappers <laughs> out there with the cards. Yeah, <laughs> take you to that good ranch. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, that but yeah, so that, that's why I was looking at mobile homes because there's some like um, close to the airport, and I was thinking, oh, I'll really? just get me in a mobile. Yeah, there's some mobile home park. It, it's crazy. In in Ulist, which is crazy freaking expensive because it's so close to the airport. Yeah, there's there's some mobile home parks over there in yeah. Ulyss, and I was like, man, I, I grab me one of those. And, my and, neighborhood's actually right next door to a mobile home park. Really? Yeah, right next door to one. That's why me and my wife were looking at them because they're like pretty cheap. And mobile homes, people people always think mobile homes. Now when we're talking about mobile homes. We're not talking about the things with the wheels. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Mobile homes are actually nice as Nowadays, hell on the inside. They're yeah, they're nice. They got as hardwood hell. floors. Yeah, they got granite countertops. Exactly. It people don't know that. Really nice. Like yeah. a lot of people don't know when you walk into a mobile home, it's like high dollar shit and stuff in there. Right <laughs> That's <home>. right. <laughs> yeah, you know. We're so, allowed one of those. Yeah, you know, it's like high dollar <laughs> stuff in there. I was like, dang. So they're cheap and they're nice, you know. And like, if you find a actually a good park neighborhood, like I think mine's in like a nice little neighborhood, you know. Like I think who had said it? Warren Buffett said, "Hey man, when economy tanks, people are gonna downsize, go to mobile homes." So I mean, he I'm knows, a, he knows a few things about investing, don't he? <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, uh, real quick on Buffett. Like every uh, I listen, to, we listen to a bunch of podcasts on yeah. real estate and everything, and and they always ask him like something like, you know, who who's your your inspiration or this or that, and so many of them quote Buffett, right? Uh-huh. Warren Buffett, even though he. He's not into real estate. I mean, I guess yeah. he, you know, by some of the stuff he invests in, he yeah. is. But, but he's not a real estate guy. He's a stocks guy, stock uh-huh. market guy, and uh, and and a lot of these um, real estate podcasts, they're like, oh, you don't mess with the stock market. Do real estate, you know. Yeah. But But all these guys' heroes is Warren Buffett, the biggest yeah. stock guy there is. Yeah, you know? yeah. I just thought that was a trip. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people. Think, Warren Buffett. The reason I like him is when he talks about real estate, he's talking about it in an effective manner. Like he's like, if I'm going to go into real estate, I'm going to get something low. That's going to be me a big profit. That's how I am, you know. Mobile homes were perfect, like when he actually talked about those, you know. Right, right. He, he actually owns, people don't know this about him, but I actually learned it in the little two-hour, the little three-day session me and my wife paid for for 200 bucks. Yeah. He owns a hell of a lot of uh, mobile home parks. Really? He buys them by the park. Yeah, he, bu- he buys the entire park. Nice. So, yeah. I see signs all over Berkshire Hathaway property, all over the place. There's really? Bur- yeah, there's, in Arlington over there by where I, w- I was at. There yeah. was Berkshire Hathaway property signs, of, mm-hmm. you know, for sale, for lease, whatever. And this yeah. is a Berkshire Hathaway property. I was like, dang, he's in everything. He's in he, everything. He is. He is. And um, yeah, so interesting, interesting. We need to dive in. We need to we need to look into mobile homes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing to Airbnb. Cheap cost too, man. One thing. One thing we um. We've, we failed to talk about since we have like a thousand topics on this run sheet and um excuse me real quick <laughs> <laughs> this is the first brewski i've ever had on the sh- on the podcast <laughs> I, just, I just thought i deserved a cold corona <laughs> we're not sponsored but uh, have a cold corona <laughs> and um uh, if you need one just let me know i'll grab Dude, you one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. no i'm not kidding um okay okay we didn't talk about it last time um hgtv you know, my oh, yeah. um, I, I'm trying to buy. I'm still in the process of buying a condo over in South Padre Island, mm-hmm. Texas, and um, 
beach, you know, beach community, beach condo. And um, so, so my real estate agent hit me up and she's like, hey, um, would you have any interest in being on HGTV? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's funny because we, you know, we have a little baby. Me and my wife, mm-hmm. we have a brand new little baby, a few weeks old. And um, when my wife, uh, when we first got home from mm-hmm. the hospital, I had, I had took, I took two weeks off from work, two, two vacation weeks consecutive. I've never done that in my life. I took two consecutive. Really? I said, well, you know, two weeks with the baby, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be cool. And so, um, we did a lot of HGTV watching in those two weeks yeah. and it was really cool and inspiring. You know, I wanted to get out there and, you know, and buy yeah. something and fix it up, which I probably would fail miserably at, <laughs> but anyways, it's yeah. cool to watch other people do it yeah. and then, um, and knock it out in like, um, 10 minutes. Yeah. And so, there you go. <laughs> Two days. So, so we were we were binge watching HGTV, all the shows, and, and my wife liked it too. And um and then my out of the blue, my agent hits me up, says, you know, do you want to? Would you want to be on the on one of the shows called Island Life? And I was like, yeah, that that would be cool, you know. Yeah. And, and so she said, okay, well, um, here's a here's a thing to fill out, you know, fill out a, like a like a resume or, or what was it called, application. And, yeah. And so I did that and sent it and emailed it to them. And a few days later, they hit me up with an email saying, hey, we would like to do a, an interview with you on the um, uh, Skype or Skype or FaceTime. And said, mm-hmm. oh, we got iPhones. We'll do FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And so um, they, they, you know, interviewed me and my wife. When we were on the couch with our baby and our little dog. And she just asked us a bunch of questions. You know, what is, what is uh, living? Because, you know, they're assuming we're going to move there to live and all yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And why do you want to leave um, Hearst, Texas and oh, you yeah. know, traffic and all this bull crap and, yeah. and it's too you know, congested here. What, what does living on the beach mean to you? You know, all these <laughs> crazy questions. <laughs> and, uh, well, it means, uh, of course, I'm trying to exaggerate. Yeah. It means freedom. It means, you know, letting my hair down. Let me just, you know, yeah, don't yeah. worry about work and all this stuff. And, yeah. and so it was a cool little, like a 10 minute uh-huh. interview. And, and that was that. And so that was just a few days ago. So, I mean, who, if we get chose, we get chose. If not, yeah, if man, not, just- and 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 I, I did read up on it a bit, and it says you you might you'll be there for like a week filming, you know. Yeah. You might be you might be in the same house because because a lot of these people what the shows don't tell you a lot of these people already bought the damn house before they filmed the show. Yeah. And so they hit up people that are already closing on a house uh-huh. or 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 already purchased a house. And they so they put like three or four other houses in the mix, and they, yeah. they sit there, and the wife and husband argue over the house, which one yeah. they're going to choose. But they already bought one of them. You know? Yeah. So what they do? Well, remember if you go on there, border wear your live let thrive T shirts put on for us. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, but like me and my wife, me and my wife, I should have talked about this last week. But yeah, me and my wife are on MTV. So what they're going to do? They're going to have you. Me and my wife were filming for about twelve hours. And we were on TV for about 12 minutes. So, yeah, I'm dead serious, man. You're going to do all that filming. You're going to finally watch the episode and be like, that was it? But it was pretty fun, though. You know, it was fun. Like, yeah, you can check out me and my wife on the X and the Y on MTV. Look that up. The X and the Y. I'll put a link to it on our website. Yeah, I'll put a link to it on on our website. Yeah, we were on that. Yeah, and it it was a long 12 hours and then you're on there for 10 minutes man i was like wow that's what so, that's what someone described about that about the yeah. uh, house hunters or one of the shows yeah, i was reading about they're that. gonna set you up in this nice condo that's not even yours beautiful background you're like dang what they do is they go rent people's houses out 
by the way, I thought of that as a business too. Because I know MTV producers, hey man, you guys need a spot. I got you, you know. Heck yeah. Yeah. No, so. and, 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 and they and that they talked about that in the article I read. And they said you'll be you'll look at one house and you'll be there for like six hours. Yeah. Going in and out the same room over and over, like pretending like you hadn't seen it yet. Yep. And just like, oh, yep. oh act surprised, you know. I did that. over and over and over doing different yep. takes. And I was like and at the end of the day, I think for that House Hunters one, it was like you get paid 500 bucks for doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> I, like, yeah, I got paid like 500 My wife got paid like 1000 So, yeah, it, it's after, you, after you're on TV, you see how scripted it is. Oh, yeah. Like you would be shocked at how scripted it is. Like, <laughs> I'm, I tell people, man, these reality shows, it's a bunch of scripted crap. It is. Right. It's, it's not real. It's not yeah, real. It's scripted. It's and unlike this show. This this yeah. show is not scripted at yeah, all, yeah, as you yeah. can see. Freestyle. We just free, we get on something and we just talk about that, and the next thing you know, yeah. it's sixty minutes is up. You know? There you go. And, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we have a thousand topics, and we've only talked about maybe three things in yeah. six shows, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, I kind of want to get into that liquid space with you know, like kind of that you have a spot and you give it to somebody for X amount of hours, like MTV. Um, yeah. The uh, I think we talked about it in the first episode, but we won't go back into it. Another thing with cameras. <laughs> Born. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I we don't know. We, we didn't really touch on porn. We uh, talked about people hooking up at your places. Yeah, oh, but, I mean, but you I mean, said like, turn on the cameras and it's yeah, legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm that. saying like literally that costs money. Like those aren't people's houses, you know. They, a lot of the time they – and plus – not saying I watch porn, but what but I'm saying is if you actually watch, they're not actually in hotel rooms all the time. They actually rent out people's spaces, so mansions. Pool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I wonder how much those people are charging for that, especially if they're renting out mansions, man. Mm, they're charging up the – oh, that's a bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but like, we got to kind of – kind of look at like liquid space you know what i mean you have space rented out for a certain amount of time i like that idea yeah i mean my art my art gallery would have been perfect my house my old house oh man how many shoots do you think you could do in 10 hours of probably two of what well well, you know what i mean no no, i mean like seriously if you charge someone hundred dollars an hour and my buddy my buddy that i told you uh, about the last episode last episode who dropped it 30 g's to get this classes and they and these yeah, guys yeah. got him onto these two houses they're really nice houses in in dallas you mm-hmm. know close to downtown really nice big preston preston hollow preston wood or, oh, yeah. or, or, i don't know real nice houses they yeah. paid like 500 for each their plan was to flip them for eight and make you know fix them up are you serious? And then sell them for eight hundred or more. You know, There's, they wanted to hit some home runs real quick, right? Don't go for the high dollar, <laughs> man. Like did, did the people talk him into doing that? Oh yeah, they said, oh yeah, they put him on everybody. I mean, that the, these gurus, they gave him a crew. Oh, this is the guy, man. These are the future. These are the guy. They, they'll fix it up and everything, and blah 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 blah. blah. It's a long story, but to stick on to the to the porn yeah. subject, we're <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> One house that he still had, he sold one of them already, yeah. um, which is the was the ranch style. And okay. This other one's a two story. For some reason, people would rather have a big ranch style house, right? Uh-huh. Instead of instead of a uh, the two. St- I don't know. And they're more popular, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. And um, and both of them had pools, but this this one in particular, you know, it's closed off, you know, and it has a. So the ranch style house. So, 
Yeah, uh, that one sold. I mean, eventually. They both took for freaking ever. Well, this one he still has. I mean, over a year now trying to sell this damn thing, paying these $4,000 a month mortgages. Ooh. And, um, yeah, so he um, – but this house, we – He's like, we we use we actually use it to go. We'll have barbecues and swimming because, like, well, he owns the damn yeah. thing technically, yeah. you know. The bank does, anyways, and uh, <laughs> and so he, yeah. so like, well, we do barbecues and, and it's a nice, beautiful swimming pool. It's a nice hot upper end house. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. if any house would be perfect for a a, a porn shoot, it would be yeah, this one, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, I mean every. He he bought it. Like I said, he was towards he was towards the um, uh, his retirement age, and he wanted mm-hmm. to hit a couple home runs. So he used his retirement uh, you know, account to buy it. And you could you can do that, but you yeah. can only flip it. So he can't even yeah. rent it out like corporate. I was thinking, oh, corporate rental. He's like, you can't you can't Dang. turn it into a rental. You have to flip it. Flip it if you're going to use your retirement account. So so he's kind of stuck man. with it. Yeah, that's that's tough right there, dude. Don't um, try to hit yeah. home runs right off the bat, people. Yeah, especially with it's flipping, some, dude. Do some bunts, Get you know. That. Yeah, I <laughs> Get know. A couple base real, hits. Like, dang. You know. Now he's stuck with a hundred thousand dollar pad. He, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, dang. yeah. Oh well, <laughs> hey man. Hey. Um, yeah. another thing I wanted to touch on was yeah. um, we we spoke of Padre because of the of the show, the HGTV yeah. show, but I I. Did I tell you what happened with the um, why the um, what's it gonna call it? You know we've been delaying, delaying, yeah, delaying yeah. because insurance. of the insurance, and they fixed that. But I mean, but it won't go into effect till August. Yeah. And so, um, but um, um, the the HOA lady, the the head of the HOA, has been my poor agent. She's been pounding her, pounding her, saying, "Hey, when is it? When are you gonna close? When are you gonna close?" Me and hounding her, you know, and she's like, "Well, you know." It's, insurance and this and that and she found out why they were so desperate to um to sell why they were why she was pressuring her pressuring her oh, man. because the people that have the condo they haven't paid um hoa fees in months oh. they owe like over five grand in hoa fee. i don't so, know how you let it get that out of hand being the head of the hoa but they just haven't paid their dues in months and so, but the but the agreement they, they I guess they keep postponing the lady from putting you know put throwing the lawyer sticking the lawyers on them yeah because she's saying look look it's it's listed we're we're selling it for cheap um, once that sells we'll pay you what we owe you, you yeah know? so I guess that kept the HOA lady at bay you know but that's uh, why she's like I got to do something they've been here not paying blah 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 and so <laughs> that's good for you though right it's great for me pushing. yeah they're pushing and so um. I'm like whatever. I mean, they're not gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna keep extending them to to sell yeah. the damn thing. And they're not gonna say, okay, you know, we, you've had enough time. We're gonna. They're not gonna do that and put it back on the market again. I actually yeah. wonder, like, how long? How long can you go without paying your HOA fees? Is that five? Yeah, I guess it all depends on your who's running the damn HOA. Yeah. I'm pretty know? sure not at my condo, man. They trip <laughs> on you about every little thing, man. Like and my neighbor had a, my <clears throat> my tenant had a barbecue, and they said. Her type of grill was illegal. Like it was crazy. Man. I'm like, come <laughs> oh, on, man, really? Yeah, I, I've I've heard a deal. Like, um, my buddy bought a condo over there in, in Euless, and it's a, it was a standalone. I'm sorry, townhouse, and in okay. the little townhouse community, there is a there's some ladies that that live in another one over, and they um, I guess you know you start as soon as you move in, you get you get hip to everything, and they said they haven't paid their 
they haven't paid their dues in in, in years. What? And they're like, well, the, what can't they? I don't. I thought you could kick them out, but yeah. I guess since they're paying the rent every month and they're not trying to leave, I think I think they put a bunch of liens on them. But oh, until okay. they leave, they can't really cash in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Dang, I don't. I don't know exactly it. how that works. If someone can evict you for HOA fees, can I'm can looking they? that up. I don't know. Huh. If not, I'm gonna start saving two hundred dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> so that, <no. laughs> for real, man. Dang. I mean, if they can't evict you, there's no point of paying that crap. Well, because my mine's pretty high. Like two hundred a month. That comes out to what? How much a year? Over two grand a year. Yeah. So that's pretty high, but Yeah, it's pretty high. But I guess I guess the the only thing I could see is they'll put liens on your stuff so when you sell it yeah. you won't get no money from selling it, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Might. Yeah. And um but I, that's a good question. Maybe one of our listeners out there knows the answer to that. Yeah, yeah. Call us. Call <laughs> in four six nine three hundred ninety one hundred. Another cool thing, real quick, while <laughs> yeah. while um while we're on the topic of um, Padre, they're building. Um, Elon Musk is building a, a launch pad out there, a SpaceX launch pad, uh-huh. right at the, the, the very tip of South Padre Island, Texas. So that's going to be a big draw. So oh. when that gets in, they're doing space shuttle launches. Boom! I'm oh charge, yeah, charge that, a little more for people to go oh, down there. Yeah. And where my condo is, you could actually see the shuttles going up. You know, really? Uh, sweet, yeah, space, oh, yeah, yeah. Space tourism. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There you what go. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's that'll drive. That'll bring the money in. <laughs> Seriously, what do you want to talk one. about, man? Man, after last week, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was uh, gonna okay. What grabs you about listening to a new podcast? Because I mean, we've I'm, I'm sure you've tried a bunch, and then yeah. a bunch of like, eh, they turn you off right away. Yeah. Like when you hear, okay, this is a podcast about you know, hear people come on, start talking. What what immediately is like, oh, cool, I, I like these guys, I want to listen to them, or what, no, 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 I don't want to listen to this stuff. Mine's content. What's your content? Uh, and if, if it's content that I can kind of relate to, like it's <clears throat> something, I like to learn, you know what I mean? Teach mm-hmm. me something I don't know, you know, or if I have an idea, take it to another level, you know, that's the type I look for in a podcast, like, Something I can learn. Like, that's what attracted me to Shampoo and Booze. Like, right. they're teaching me things. Even Jasper's um, uh, Get Paid for Your Pad. He's teaching you things. Teaching you things about what you love to do. Like, you know, that's mine. How okay. about you? Well, I guess I meant it in a, in a way like, okay, uh, we when we started talking about, the other week, we started talking about mobile homes. Yeah. So, instantly, I went to look up if there's any mobile home real estate podcasts. And there's there's a few. Yeah. And so... One that I jumped on right away, it was a, a guy's like, he had a, he already had an intro. It was like episode one. He had like an intro already, like okay. music and stuff. And he goes, and he's like automatically, hello, everybody. We're here to talk about uh, the mobile, uh, the, the bustling mobile home industry and how you can make money and this and that. He had like a car like salesman a professional, voice. Yes. A car salesman yes. voice. Yeah. And I, I hung in there for a little bit and he started talking about it. Yes. And, and we're, and, and we and you might know my other podcast, a number like a, a number one real estate podcast. It's called blah blah blah. He just had that that sell the sell. Like I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't have a word for it. Yep. But you just summed it up for me. And I was, um, I instantly turned off. I was like, man, this is like this is gonna be a long sales freaking pitch. sales pitch. You know, if you follow my got blah blah blah, and then you you'll be making money in mobile homes in no time. <laughs> that whole sales pitch crap. It, it, this is kind of funny because it catches a lot of people. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing is. Like, 
we there was a meetup the other day that I don't want to blast anyone, but there was a meetup the other day that I I was afraid would have been a sales pitch, so I didn't go to it. Is that the one from yesterday? Yeah. Oh, okay. I kind of figured it would kind of (laughs) be. I just kind of like went through it a little bit, and I could tell it kind of had that sales pitch feeling. It does turn some people off. Sales pitching is good for people that kind of don't know much, you know, and kind of aren't. A lot of people aren't confident in themselves because, seriously, most of these people, you're paying them to give you information that you can Google. (laughs) Seriously. That's what they're doing. They're they're giving you information you can Google, and you're just paying them for it. You're paying people to be Google for you. Like, I could kind of tell is one of those. So, yeah, a lot of those podcasts do it, too. Yeah, hey, we can do this and that. Uh Even, I don't want to say bigger pockets is like that, but some of the guests are kind of like that. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, some yes, of the yes. guests are sales pitches. Sales pitches. Yeah, sales pitches. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so I, I, I still have it on my on my um, you know, my iPhone, whatever. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna remove it, whatever. Excuse me, damn beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there was I, I clicked on another one, and it was a and it was a trailer. It was a trailer. What's it called? Uh, Bubble Home. Bubble Home um, podcast also. But the guy just came out. Hey, you know, you know, we're, you know, we're talking about mobile homes and this and that, and it just sounded like like, like me and you talking. Monotone. Well, well, just well, we're not monotone. No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. Yeah, it just sounded like me and you talking, like okay. doing our thing, and just sounded like a normal guy just sharing information. I, yeah. I was instantly drawn to that that mm-hmm. type of podcast, like you said, the shampoo and booze. Yeah. Even bigger pockets, you know, and and. I mean, they're more prof- they're professional. They know their stuff. They're very professional yeah. and everything. But they but they're they're laid back too. Yeah. So I, I I love I like listening to them, and um. So I was instantly drawn. I was like, this is a podcast I'll enjoy because it's just a regular dude, you know, yeah. sharing his experiences with the. He's not all of a sudden saying, yeah, I've made millions on the model. Yeah, and I'm just like, God, I don't want to hear the sales pitch, man. Yeah, yeah. And see, that's that's what's cool about me and you. We're kind of beginners in the Airbnb. And then we kind of know what to look for as a guest, what to look for as a host, and we just kind of share those experiences, you know. That's it. Yeah. No frills, no but, bells and whistles. Yeah, but you can send us ninety nine ninety nine to our <laughs> PayPal <laughs> for expert advice. Experts. <laughs> yeah. The gurus. And but, so, yeah, that's that was a question I wanted to ask you. Yeah, yeah. How well, do you choose your podcasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely looking for something I can learn. Oh, and I have one on here. Go ahead. I was like, LLT moving up in the podcast rankings. We're number 29 now, yo, of the Airbnb search. Uh, no, and, I think we went up. I know, I know, but this is old. Oh, we went up. Yeah. We're number five now. Yeah. If you if you go to your i your iPhone, which you're probably already looking at it or whatever and driving, you shouldn't do that. And um and, and you type in Airbnb under under the search, we're the fifth one that pops up. Yep. And there's like three ahead of us that haven't done a podcast in a while. So. Yeah, and the thing is, what, we're fifth with how many episodes? Five now? This is six, so uh, five. This is episode six, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're moving so, on you know, So, you know, by the time episode six drops, by the time I, you know, get it edited yeah. and put it out there. Chopped and screwed. Put it out there. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> Chopped and screwed. <laughs> we're in Texas. And guess what? I'm from Houston. Yeah. <laughs> And um, by the time by the time it's out there, we might even be higher. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I thought that was kind of cool. We were like just a few days ago, or yeah, a week ago, we were number twenty nine. I was like, stoked yeah. about that. Yeah, like, yeah, cool, yeah. number twenty nine in the whole world when you type in Airbnb. Yeah. And now now we're um we're badass. Yeah. We've know, actually had stars. people 
I actually had people hit me up on uh, Bigger Pockets about the podcast. I haven't had a guest inquire about it. That was pretty cool. So once we put it on our business profile page, people starting to listen to it. That's pretty cool. That is cool. And I'm glad you guys are out there listening and, and spreading the word, you know? I mean, like I said, we're not selling nothing. We're just um, having a conversation about yeah. something we're, we're passionate about. And, um, yeah, we're, and we're pretty soon we're going to be looking for guests. Yeah. We might have a big one. We might have landed a big guest pretty yeah. soon. We'll see how Look that goes. We'll for that one in the future. We, yeah, we'll see how that one. one goes. But uh, yeah. we might have landed one. But, I mean, big, small, medium, we don't care. We just want to hear people with interesting yeah. stories. And, you, and you've already told me about a few that you, you've got your eyeball on yeah. that you think would be a great guest for the show. We already had Mahogany, and she, and, and she did a great job. Yeah. And, and she even earned, you know, the intro and outro on our shows now. Yeah. So, yeah. She killed that at she, outro. <laughs> <laughs> killed it. She, she, she should have just dropped the mic at that moment yeah, yeah, and just yeah. like <laughs> put it I, in a casket. Yeah. She killed it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, but yeah, so we enjoy doing this and and yeah. That's all I wanted to say. What well, you yeah, you're looking she, at your phone that you got a topic right there you wanted to hit? Yeah, yeah, like kinda like the shampoo and booze, how they named the podcast Shampoo and Booze from what people were left behind. Uh our last guest left behind a fresh pair of drawers in our bathroom. Oh, man. A fresh pair, like as an unused or used? I think they're used. <laughs> so, so, like, my wife happened to be running errands that day, and it happened to be he, the checkout was on a weekend. So, on weekends, yeah. I could get the helper. So, uh, I walk in the bathroom, and there's these, like, drawers just sitting there. I'm like, who's it me? <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately text my wife. I'm like, hey, man, uh, there's some drawers in the bathroom. I'll let you handle that. <laughs> I was like, I'll go ahead and get the room ready. I'll start washing sheets. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, man. Please pick up your drawers when you leave. At, at least, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave a sock. You know, we'll let that slide. But drawers, man. It was funny, though. Just it telling the world what you've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real, man. Like, <laughs> draws all up in the bathroom, dog. Come on. <laughs> How do you forget those? I don't How know, do you man. Forget those. Do you put something on here called the big accomplishment? Is that what you put? Oh yeah, that was for becoming a super host, man. Oh yeah. So yeah, we talked. We yeah, talked about because yeah. you had a. Li- uh, did you put that link, the Facebook link, on there? Oh yeah, another dog mauling. That's all I was saying. Like, yeah, man. Say no to dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say no to the pets, man. Say no to the pets. And and one that you got uh, a topic that you got got you excited was the hosting a pay per view fight night at your Airbnb. Yeah, I wonder how you could do that. Like, I wonder if you could do it as a. Oh, I found something out about the experiences. It's only in certain cities. You don't have it here yet, DFW. They they have it in Seattle, San Francisco. It's a bunch of cities. It's mainly big overseas, like. Hmm. Turkey, Spain. There's a lot of museums and outdoor stuff to see. Probably. Yeah, I think that's what it maybe what it is. Um, I, I, after I started, because what I did was after that podcast, I think two weeks ago, I actually went on there and started looking at how to host an experience. And I'm like, oh, it's only in certain cities. It's not here yet. Oh, so, okay. But when it does, that'd be something to look into. I mean, when you guests get there, say, hey, you can throw some things at them. This is what we're going to be doing this week. You don't want to be, you know involved or not you don't yeah. you wouldn't have to add airbnb to the mix you know what i'm saying yeah like even a fight party well f- fight parties are kind of owned by bars now you know what i mean yeah, especially they with gotta the big, pay like ten thousand dollars to get the fight in their bar it's expensive i don't even know about this next one 
you know, the Conor oh, McGregor. It might be twenty G's for that one. Yeah, because it's hundred dollars for the pay per view to order. It's a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. That's crazy, man. <laughs> to watch a dude get beat up who's never boxed. He's before. never that's boxed crazy. before. <laughs> He's a salesman, man. He, that's a hell of a salesman. Right he was there. a hell of a salesman. Yeah, it was, it got everybody con- hyped up. Those press conferences were hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, man, Mayweather needs to learn how to talk trash, man. Yeah, he should have. He he didn't talk so good. <laughs> no, he been man. hitting the head a lot. Yeah, <laughs> something. I don't know what was going on. I'm like, man, he's getting you, man. You got a book bag and you can't read, man. <laughs> oh man, I'm dying, dude. No, <laughs> the school bag. He can't even read. <laughs> I was like, dang. Yeah, and he was insulting. Not even, not just him. Every all of his posse. <laughs> And he even insulted the Showtime president yeah, or whatever. I was like, like God, <laughs> he just walked out there F Showtime. I'm like, <laughs> turn it off, me, Mike. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, Floyd Mayweather, if you are listening, I will write you some comebacks for about a hundred thousand. Hey, you got it. <laughs> well, I don't know if you can read them though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, this is one. This is like a practical business thing. We don't talk a lot about. We we give tips and pointers, but like, okay, tips on running your business. Do you designate one day a week on improving your business model? Just one day. Hey, we're not gonna do that. I'm gonna boom. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna learn how to grow this. We're gonna do this one specific day that you do that. What we do is I kind of do it by word of mouth. Like, usually guests give you an idea. That's the thing about hospitality. Your biggest ways to improvement is by listening to your guests, what they want, what they need, yeah. looking at looking at your competition. If you want to look at other hosts, what they have. Uh, but to improve our business, a lot of it comes from the guests. Um, last week, we went and bought the air conditioning unit. We bought a new bed, queen-size bed. Uh, and we got a king off offer up, man. Go to go, Sweet. go. Yeah, so we just kind of stack stock. We're actually stockpiling stuff in our garage right now, so just in case we get another spot, throw it in there. But yeah, to, to improve our business, cutting back on costs is one big thing that we really need to sit down and figure out how to do. Which we know how to do it. It's just acting upon it, like creating our own website for our timeshares. That's the biggest thing. Once we have that, then I might be able to flip over the desk, you know. But <laughs> yeah, you know, because Airbnb fees. I've already talked to him about. Well, oh, yeah, but Airbnb service fees went down. Really? I don't know if it's because I'm a super host, but they sent me a message saying that you're going to start seeing cents being taken out of your payouts because the service fee is no longer 3 to $5. I think it's like it's like a little smaller percentage than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone was saying when Airbnb goes public, it's going to go up. It's actually starting to go down. Wow. Yeah, because I think they got so many people listing on there. Because I think the other day they said they have over 3 million listings and over only 1 million of them are actually people's homes. The rest of them were like random tree houses, things like that, like timeshares. That's interesting, man. Yeah. Um, How about you? About improving yours? that's, That's what I want. I mean. Kick out the tenant. And <laughs> that's yeah, I've identified the problem now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I didn't mean like I, I guess I, I wasn't talking about specifically what are you going to do to improve. I, I was I was talking about the like 
okay, here, here's what I was thinking. What I need to do, and I haven't done it yet because I've been working all this damn overtime yeah. to try to, um, well, got a new baby. Plus, I'm trying to get this house, um, this condo in South Padre Island. And and so, I've you know, got to have expenses. So, I've yeah. been working so damn. But but it's I think it's very important for a business owner or mm-hmm. um, someone who runs a business, whatever, to at least just, okay, Monday or Tuesday, that's going to be my day. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to do no overtime. I'm not going to, um, you know, I might even have like a, I'm not going to host any guests on this particular day. Like a, yeah. a, a day that's a slow day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to block out one day a week or even just one day a month. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to tackle all the business stuff. You know, I'm just going to sit here. We're going to brainstorm. I want to brainstorm with uh, my partner or my wife or whatever. We're going to brainstorm. Yeah. Okay, what are we going to do? Well, I mean, we're how can we scale this thing? What should we do? What should we try? Boom boom boom. You know, and try to, you know, contact all the people. Let's just say internet, cell phone, all these services that we're paying that we just keep mm-hmm. paying and paying and paying Netflix and or con- you know, contact the ones that you could actually get a lower price. Uh-huh. Um, check out your properties if you're paying PMI on properties just all the business related right. stuff and try to like boom boom at least one day I think one day a week would be good to sit down and do all that stuff designate because you, you, the way I'm going right now I'm just I'm burning the candle at both ends yeah and I don't I'm, I know I need to sit down and do that but I just haven't made time for it and That's, I think it's very important to do that I'm actually I know exactly what you mean though I'm actually been dreading not dreading doing it just so busy it's the time because we're doing the Airbnbs. We got so many requests coming in today. Like right now, I have to go home. Like I know right now when I get home, I'm going to be at the computer because I got nine more listings to add, you know. So yeah. it's just, you know, so it's just I actually haven't done that. I haven't thought about doing that. But I think that the other day you heard me talking about snoozing my listings. And this is one thing I'm going to bring up to Airbnb. When you have a lot of listings, I can't just go in there and turn them off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to be able to mass turn all of them off because this weekend I'm going to Houston. I don't want to sit there and have to keep going over and over to each list and snooze, snooze, snooze 60 times. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be able to snooze all. Boom, I'm on vacation. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, and yeah, I, I, we haven't actually had a time to do that, but I kind of keep it in my head. But if it's in your head, you got to kind of put it on paper and do it. I wonder, like, you... you you said your niece, you let your niece run some Airbnbs yeah. before or something like that? Yeah, but I oh. didn't have nearly as this many listens. Oh, wow. Okay, so you wouldn't yeah. pay her like, here's here's a few, you know, here's some money to just go and keep hitting all these snooze buttons over and over again or something like that. I don't That's know. That's a good idea. Just a thought. That's a Kids good are good idea. with computers. So I just, yeah. here's, here's, I don't know, whatever, 50 bucks, just keep. This is, your, this is what you do all weekend. Just keep hitting the snoozes over and over. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. I may have to call her up and do that. I need to send her a text, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good idea. I hate someone to do it. That's what I do, man. I'm a good idea guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thought yeah, you knew. Yeah, because, okay. Yeah, if you sit there and snooze them all. Because, yeah, that's a long process. And I was thinking about that when I was uploading it. Like, geez, how am I going to ever go on break with these listens? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know? And, um... I guess that was a uh, that was another thing of my I, I I thought of it today I I six in the morning you know that's when my shift starts at work yeah six in the morning and um and I get my after my coffee kicks in you know yeah. it's it's cliche but after the coffee kicks in I start feeling good start doing my work yeah. and boom 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 and I'm thinking about I start thinking about the podcast and like getting ideas yeah. and you know sending them I'm putting them on the notes and and I'm just like 
I feel I feel good all the way till about twelve. <laughs> yeah, I just so, so that's I just that's and I and I put that on this um topics my uh, most productive hours during the day, yeah. and and I think if I did, if I if I didn't have a job, I think I would force myself to get up early, yep. and and hit it and start doing all the business related stuff, knock it all out before twelve because after twelve I know I'm that's when I start fading. Okay, that's when I start going downhill. You're like me. You're a morning person. <clears throat> um. I like the mornings. It's hard to get up, yeah. but once I do, I get. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm. I'm up and cracking, and that's when I'm most creative. Most I get all the. You know. Me too. And yeah. so and and um, I love the mornings, and 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 for that for that reason, and but I noticed, I just started noticing my my patterns at work, and I'm like, after twelve, I, I hate life again, <laughs> and I can't wait uh, till. Uh, are, now, question: Is your wife the exact opposite? Yeah. She she doesn't like getting up in the mornings at all. And when I'm on vacation, we go on vacations and stuff. I, I let's You're get up, up, let's get up early, let's go, boom, boom. Yeah. I have to wait for the I have to wait for them to get, get up. My wife's the exact same way. <laughs> See, that's crazy. I can kind of tell. Like my wife's the exact same way. Like when it's when I like on the weekends, I'm up cracking, moving. You know, my yeah. wife she's sleeping in till twelve. <laughs> she's sleeping in till twelve. She ain't getting up. Like you know, yeah. so Saturday morning. Plus, I don't get much time with my son during the week. So right. Saturday morning, I grab him. We're up. We're moving. Yeah. We're out. You know, we're in the living room, ready to go. So, and that's when I know my mind's working best. Like in the evening, like right now, when I go home, I probably won't do those listings, but I'll either do them tomorrow morning or later in the evening. Like once, uh, once it's time to get off work. Because once it's time to get off work, I I sometimes take a nap in my car during my lunch hour. Right, so I'll take right, a nap. Right refresh then i can start doing more business stuff but yeah that's a good thing knowing when your brain is at maximum capacity or maximum efficiency i want to say optimizing yeah, yeah that's a big yeah. and i think when you learn to do that in life it, it just makes everything just falls into place makes it, it that much easier and and I, i've identified it so i'm i'll try to work at it yeah and, i'm gonna try to do that owning a business teaches you a lot about yourself you know you learn right. your strengths your weaknesses what you need to improve on you know so I've learned a lot with Airbnb, you know. Or if you know you're not good at something and you don't have to like try to bust your hump to improve that particular, mm-hmm. so outsource that. Get someone else yeah. that's good at that kind of thing, you know. And the good thing about having like me and you are both married, having a wife is she can handle what you're not good at. Like the guest thing, she handles it. I don't barely talk to the guests. You know, I right. talk to them, but she handles the bulk of that. So it's like a team effort, you know. I think that's kind of like a good thing about a marriage is what's your strength? Your strength, your your weakness is her strength. You know what I mean? Right, right. So that was one good thing about it. Like, especially with me and my wife, it's kind of a partnership. We run the Airbnb. Team, man. Straight up. Teamwork makes, makes the dream work. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. Got to find the right teammate, though. That's there the main go. thing. And Straight look, up. we're both lucky to have that. Straight so up. cool, man. This was a, this one was a, really good podcast i think yeah yeah me too. A, we had we had some good to- good conversations and um might have rambled on a bit but it was all good stuff man yeah and, yeah yeah and I get think a good teammate that's the good teammate yeah straight up <laughs> teamwork make the dream work yeah yeah you gotta kiss a lot of frogs as they say or whatever but um yeah man so did you want to touch on something else you're looking at your phone over there i thought uh, you were gonna... it's the wifey oh, oh but yeah uh... like, your <laughs> teamwork home <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh yeah, man, I think we're good this week, man. Uh, check us out, liveletthrive.com. Hit us up, 469-300-9100. They can call us, leave us a voicemail. That's a good phone number, by the way. 
Yeah. Three. Four, what is it? Four six nine three hundred ninety one hundred three hundred nine. Come on, man. Call us. Prank call us. We don't care. We want to hear someone call us so we can play y'all on the cast. I mean, that would make our day. That would just light us up with with um, whatever lights us up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, where else are we? Facebook, YouTube, Facebook. iTunes. Hit SoundCloud, if you want to go searching SoundCloud for us, we're on there, you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's just the middleman to get us on iTunes. But if, mm-hmm. you, if you're if you a SoundCloud freak, yeah, look for Live, Let, Thrive on SoundCloud, and there we are. There's our yeah. tracks, you know? And I'm already getting spammed, but, oh, man, I love your track. Track number called Episode 3. That's a bad, that's a tight, you know? And go <laughs> to my website, and you can, and we can promote your song. <laughs> it's not a song, bro. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. so, spammers but, everywhere, huh? Yeah. Bots, um, whatever. Yeah, I think that's everywhere we are, right? In the website, we're that's up and it. running. So yes, sir. Uh, we're well, official now. Yes, sir. We'll say our goodbyes, Stephen, Micah. We're out, and um, your wife's gonna actually do the sign off. So there we that's go. Peace out. Handing it over to Mahogany. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Let Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.